Yo, yo, check this out. Check this out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. On the line, speaking of feelings, I have Kelly Ru- Kerry Rudman, rather, who is the owner of Brain Harmonics. Morning, Kerry. Hi, Vicky. How are you? I'm good, thanks, and you? Good, thank you. Can you explain what you do before I dive into questions? Absolutely. So we do neurofeedback. Um, what that means is that we use EEG electrodes to pick up exactly how your brain is pulsing in which frequency at which point in your head. And it tells us a story about your brain. Um, Every single thing that you go through, if it's a trauma or a stress or whatever it is, illness, anything like that, what happens is your brain will create patterns to help you to survive. And what that does at some point is it creates imbalances, which affect focus, concentration, sleep, making decisions, retrieving names, anything like that. So we look at the full picture of the brain patterns, the neural pathways. And from that, we're able to give your brain real-time information on what it's doing. And we do that with sound. So we actually play your brain back to you as sound. And we do it in one ten-thousandth of a second. And because it's so quick, your brain is essentially seeing itself in a mirror. And by doing that, your brain can then balance any dysregulation that it has. That is insanely... So it's kind of like a, a brain scan in a way. It is, but it's a feedback system more than that. It's your brain hearing itself in real time. So the way that I always explain it is through traumas and stresses and all that stuff, we learn to stand on one leg. And when we do brain training, your brain sees what it's like to stand on both legs. So once it's felt balanced, it doesn't want to go back to one leg again because it doesn't make sense to your brain. We didn't start off being imbalanced. I think that is so accurate for today. It is Wellness Wednesday and we've had... Many messages come through of people who have had losses recently who are trying to deal with that. And I think standing on two legs is something that feels quite difficult right now, especially for what we've been through in the last two years, two and a half years. I've almost lost track of how long, how long it's <laughs> it been like going on. Years, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so the other thing that's so interesting about what we've been through is um, a lot of people experiencing a lot of loneliness because they're working from home. They separated from their groups, even though we now don't have masks and we can go out there. A lot of people aren't. Yeah. And they're experiencing anxiety and depression on levels that we've never had before. Um, sleep is the most drastic. 45% of our population are not sleeping right now. That's almost half our population. That's that insane. So and what, what kind of issues can come from that? Sorry? What sort of issues can come from not sleeping properly? Oh, so many. Um, you know, long term, obviously it's, it's creating stress in your body. You're, you cannot rest, repair and digest if you're not sleeping properly. So long-term, it's going to create problems with your memory and focus. It can even create problems, long-term problems like Alzheimer's. Um, In our bodies, I always think that when we go through anything long-term, your body starts screaming at you to try and pay attention. So we have different things going wrong in our body because when you're not sleeping and you're going through huge stress, you're not eating correctly, um, we don't look after ourselves. We don't connect into what our body's trying to tell us. So we can develop depression, anxiety, um, definitely Alzheimer's and memory problems and just lots of chronic health problems from it as well. When you say your body's screaming at you, what would that generally look like? Obviously, you can't. everyone's different, but if someone was wondering if, if they need to pay attention, what kind of thing would they be looking for? Oh gosh, for? I've had clients, I've got a, had a client who had a 
cyst in her body. Um, a client who had a problem with his knee. I've had a client with gout problems, like lots of back problems. Um, so I always think that long-term stress, if we hold it in our body, in ourselves physically, and we don't pay attention because a lot of people are disconnected from their bodies. They're so busy in their head thinking that they don't feel in their body. Mm. So they leave those things. They, don't, they just don't pay attention. And over time, your body has to make it more and more dramatic to scream at you to tell you to stop. Headaches and migraines are a huge one. A lot of people live with headaches. They absolutely don't need to. They just need to learn to de-stress so their body stops giving them that headache. And obviously get more sleep. Absolutely. How I do you think that improve? Sleeping and Sorry. feeling happy are the two most important things that you could ever do. Everything else is easy after that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then obviously if you're not stressing as much physically, you will naturally be healthier. Absolutely. How do you get better sleep if you are struggling at the moment? Without doing something like neurofeedback, I think you have to get into a routine. You need to go to sleep consistently at the same time. You need to eliminate blue lights. A lot of people will be on a device or watching TV or on a computer before, right before bed. They use it to get tired to go to sleep. They need to turn that off, block off every little light in your bedroom if it's an alarm system or a heater or whatever. Get rid of all light. Um, Exercise is always great. Eating healthily. Try not to eat just before you go to sleep. And don't work at night right up until it's sleeping time. A lot of people are doing that because of load shedding. There's no other time to get work done. So they'll work till 10 and then go straight to bed afterwards. You have time to de-stress and calm your brain down before you go into a sleep cycle. And if you put your phone on night mode, does that help? Or is it just kind of a false safety blanket? It helps, but it's not enough. We need to get rid of all devices before sleep. An hour before sleep, just de-stress and not be looking into any screens. The problem is that it is a coping strategy. When you have a lot of sleep sitting in the front of your head instead of at the back, you actually use whatever you're concentrating on to get tired to go to sleep. So it is a coping strategy that a lot of people use. Yeah. Yeah, I know I'm guilty of that. I am better with my phone, but I'm watching TV. (laughs) (laughs) And how can neurofeedback help with sleep issues? So there are a lot of, what we do is we do an assessment for each person first to see what combinations of imbalances they have. It can be certain traumas that you've been through. So if you've been through a trauma like, we call it an infringement trauma, um, it means that your brain is on guard and it's very, very hard for you to totally relax. So your brain won't allow you to go into proper sleep because it's always checking if the world is safe. We check stress levels because if you've got a lot of busy, busy going on at the back of your head, um, it's also very hard to calm that down to go into a sleep cycle. So then a lot of people will drink a lot of alcohol to calm the busy down or they will try and get super focused on multiple things to calm it down. We push that busy from the back of your head to the front so you can use it for focusing. But then also when you close your eyes at night, you will have sleep at the back of your head so you're able to fall into sleep easier. That makes sense. And my last question is, what do you think of binaural beats? If somebody can't get neurofeedback, can it help with I'm not a fan. And the reason why is because what happens with a binaural beat is it'll play a certain amount of frequencies through your one ear. Like, let's say you want to raise your alpha, and alpha is 11 hertz. What it's going to do is it's going to play 200 hertz through your left ear and 211 through your right ear. 
So your brain makes the difference of 11 hertz up. But the problem is that it raises that everywhere in your head. And you shouldn't have alpha raised everywhere in your head. You should have it at certain spots. You want it more on the right and more at the back. So I am not a huge fan. I have had clients who've gone into um, agitation, um, anger because of binaural beats because they play too often and it just keeps raising frequencies where it shouldn't. Wow, that is so interesting. I honestly had no idea because I... I don't mind it, but it's not my first pick. I was just wondering out of interest with the neurofeedback, how, think, how they relate. I think with everything, certain things are useful for certain limited times. But when people start using it too much and it's creating other pathways, it's not good. There's a question on the WhatsApp line. Does ASMR help? Um, I'm not sure what ASMR is. Um, it's like the, the tapping and whispering. So um, it's like very gentle sounds. So, for example, someone might read a bedtime story in a whisper to you and like tap on the microphone. and It sounds good because it's not something on a device. Um, so it sounds like it could be beneficial. I know meditation is definitely beneficial. So specifically context. for the ASMR, important to listen to it, not watch it. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Cool. Thank you so much, Kerry. It's been so nice chatting to you. And I'm going to try get a good night's sleep tonight. I didn't last night. So it was a very appropriate conversation. Come and see me for a, for a de-stress. I can help. <laughs> Thank you. That's Kerry, the owner of Brain Harmonics on Good FM. I'm Vicky McCullum in for Leanne Williams. Feel it for more, for more. Tune in to goodhopfm.co.za. It's all you need.